Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm Kristen Barnhart. For those wanting to put health at the forefront, it's hard not to think of the dreaded four-letter D-word, diet. But what if I told you about an anti-diet that not only lowers BMI, but also boosts self-esteem? I sat down with Jennifer Anderson Logan, a registered dietitian at Novant Health, to discuss intuitive eating and how it will change the way you look at food. You can find stories like this and hundreds of others by searching Novant Health and Healthy Headlines. Thanks for listening. Hi, we are here with Jennifer Anderson Logan, registered dietitian for Novant Health, and we are gonna be talking about intuitive eating and maybe touch base on some diet culture. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Really appreciate it. We are so excited. So what is this thing called intuitive eating? I've heard of different things and I've never really heard of it until the last couple of months. Intuitive eating is a philosophy around eating that makes you the expert of your body and your hunger signals. It's actually anti-diet. So it's rejecting the diet mentality that we should have a particular type of food at a particular time and a particular portion. It's really um, encouraging us to tap into our own internal hunger cues and our fullness cues and to be more mindful about how we're feeling physically. Well, you had me at anti-diet, so where do I sign up? <laughs> so, Go ahead. Diets can be challenging, you know, all of the structure that's revolved around them. And, um, you know, there are a lot of people who think that diets are setting us up for failure right from the get-go. Um, you know, maybe we can follow particular rules for a couple weeks, a couple months, but, um, you know, intuitive eating is more about tuning into your internal cues and more of a lifelong strategy, not something that we just do temporarily. When you say these internal cues, what, what specifically do you mean? Yeah, so, so your hunger and fullness is definitely a huge thing that they're factoring in um, and focusing on. And, you know, there's a lot of times when some of the clients I work with who are following particular diets, um, when they start to feel hungry, um, that can be very scary or worrisome. And, um, and especially with other diets where, you know, maybe you're not supposed to eat until a particular time and they feel hunger before that time comes, that can be concerning for them. So hunger is not the enemy. You know, it's a normal biological process that occurs. It's our body telling us that we need to replace nutrients. And so listening to those cues, which might come from, you know, maybe a slight growl in our stomach, um, maybe we start to feel a little fatigued, or when some people um, get hungry, they actually start to feel irritable or, or hangry. Um, uh, that hunger and anger combined. It's the worst kind of feeling there is. <laughs> you know, but, but when you nourish your body and it, you know, when you're feeling those um, cues, no matter what you eat is gonna help those cues go away. That's that physical, biological hunger. When it comes to most diets, and even though this is anti-diet, they have a little bit of a list of rules. Um, does this have the same? There are some key principles, um, and if you're interested in learning about those more in detail, there is a book called Intuitive Eating that was written by Evelyn Tribol and Elise Resch um, that is a wealth of information. And a couple of the key principles, rejecting that diet mentality 
and listening to your um, internal cues, honoring your hunger. When you do feel those hunger pangs start, nourishing your body, whether that's at noon or whether that's at you know, um, two in the afternoon. Another principle is to make peace with food. You know, when, when we have typical diets, we have lists of foods that you should eat and lists that you should not eat, the good and bad mentality. With intuitive eating, there is no such thing as good or bad foods. We don't put that emphasis on that. So whether you eat a salad at lunch or whether you eat, uh, you know, cookies, um, it's not labeled good or bad. That is the food, you chose to eat it, and there's no negative associations that, that we bring into that. And that can be really challenging for people to do, especially when they might have tried numerous diets or um, have been exposed to that dieting, dieting mentality. It's hard to not attach those feelings and those emotions. Oh, of course, and I mean, I'm sure, I mean, I'm guilty of it where I get bored or I'm watching TV and I eat and then two hours later I'm like, why did I eat that? It was because I'm bored. So this definitely sounds like something that kind of I can learn from and to not feel guilty about indulging every now and then. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's something too, you know, asking yourself, why am I eating? You know, why, why did I eat that? Was it because I was physically feeling hunger? Was it because I was at a holiday party and everybody else was eating, so I ate too? Was it from emotional standpoint? Was I really happy and celebrating or was I sad and trying to fill some void with food? There's many, many reasons that we do eat. Um, and so, you know, part of intuitive eating is honoring your feelings without using food. So if you are, you know, struggling with some of that emotional eating, asking yourself, what are some other things that I can do? So, you know, maybe we call a friend, maybe we have a conversation with somebody, maybe we do a craft or go for a walk or use other things to help refocus us or help distract us away from that emphasis on food. And I'm sure with every other diet, but I think this is more of a lifestyle kind of approach, mm -hmm. exercise is a huge component of it as well. Absolutely, yeah, exercise is, is very important. Our bodies were meant to move and you know the, the benefits of exercise are very well documented. Um, but also, it's not, um, you know, intuitive eating, one of the principles is, is in, enjoying exercise and finding something that you like to do. You know, if, if a particular diet says that you have to go to the gym and work out for three days a week, and you are not the type of person who enjoys being in that environment, yes, maybe you'll do it for a week or two or a month, but is that a long-term strategy for you? Maybe you enjoy being outside instead. Maybe that's riding a bike on the greenway or walking your dog. You know, anytime we find things that we really love, that, that we enjoy doing, um, a lot of times it doesn't feel as much like exercise and we're more likely to sustain that in the long run. Right. So who, who do you think could benefit from intuitive eating? Is there a specific group or is this something that almost anybody and everybody should adopt? I absolutely think that everybody could find some benefit from intuitive eating. Um, and, and as you said, you know, it's, it's a, um, a philosophy in terms of eating. And it's not, um, it doesn't present those rigid 
guidelines or rigid constructs. So people who maybe are struggling with food allergies or have to follow certain guidelines for you know, managing a chronic medical condition, even those people who still might have to live um, and eat within a particular structure still can find benefit with intuitive eating. You know, being more in tune to your hunger, um, respecting your fullness, you know, enjoying your foods and slowing down and tasting that food and making your mealtime an enjoyable experience. All of those are part of the intuitive eating philosophy. Because you mentioned earlier that this is the anti-diet, why should someone do this compared to a diet? Is it the guilt factor? Is it the regimen? Is it the emotional or mental component of this? That's a great question. And, you know, there's, there's no one size fits all. So there are people out there who um, are able to follow a particular diet and um, enjoy that um, extra bit of structure. And so I always recommend experimenting in what works for you individually is, is, is wonderful. That's very important. But in terms of intuitive eating, I really feel like we can all benefit from that. Especially, you know, one of the main principles is um, making peace with food. You know, not assigning a good or bad food and guilt um, that might result from eating a particular food. It's really trying to break that pattern. And there has been um, quite a bit of research. There's over a hundred studies now that have shown the benefit of intuitive eating. And um, we know that it's been associated with a higher self-esteem. Yeah, I can see that. Better overall body image, you know, accepting yeah. yourself and accepting your body for where you are today. And that doesn't mean that we can't strive to work on a particular aspect of our body, you know, maybe gain some strength or tone up or, you know, whatever your goals are. Um, it's great to have those goals and to work towards them, but intuitive eating is saying we're, we're accepting where we are today and not beating ourselves up for it. Um, we also know that people uh, overall um, have more proactive coping skills. Um, it's associated with a lower body mass index, um, more satisfaction overall with life. So those are a lot of wonderful things that have been documented um, through the research on intuitive eating. I would have never guessed about the BMI. I could totally understand the self-esteem and all of the mental components and the, I just, I can't wrap my head around the BMI being lower. That is fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what the research has suggested. And, you know, um, intuitive eating is not a free pass, you know, just to eat anything you want, anytime, um, in any quantity. But really, once again, it's getting back to more of your physical um, hunger, your physical needs. So often, you know, I ask uh, my clients or I'll encourage them to think about what foods are going to nourish them, what, what are going to satisfy them physically versus what smells good, what looks good, what we know tastes good. You know, so really when we're thinking more from that perspective um, and then we're listening to our internal cues, are we hungry? Are we not? You know, um, when we're eating and eating slower, it takes about 20 minutes for the brain to recognize that you have food in your stomach. 
in 20 minutes, we could eat a lot of food and still feel hungry. Oh yeah. Or through the intuitive eating process, maybe we slow down. Maybe we chew that food and savor it and we taste the flavors and create um, a pleasant experience revolved around eating. And, you know, I mean, that's been shown um, when we are more in tune with our bodies and we are more in tune, um, we're, we're not consuming foods in excess and, and mindlessly eating. Well, I mean, I'm just so fascinated by all of this because society's just like diet, diet. I swear every week there's a new diet coming out. Mm -hmm. So finding something that also focuses on the self-esteem component and the mental component is is refreshing to Absolutely. say the least. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Is I there anything else that you would like to add about intuitive eating? Well, the one, you know, the one final point that I just want to make is it's not one particular food or one particular meal. It's your overall patterns that shape our health. So part of this intuitive eating process, you know, if we do indulge and we have some treats that we know are not the most healthful for our bodies, that's okay. One meal, one holiday, one birthday celebration, one, you know, dessert, that's not going to make or break our health. Just like eating one salad or, you know, going for uh, one run, that's not going to make or break our health. It's what we do the majority of the time that has the biggest impact on our health. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us to talk about this. I feel like this is something that a lot of people should really learn more about and maybe even try it out, if at least some component of it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Hey, it's Kristen Barnhart again. Research has found that 95% of all dieters will regain their lost weight in five years. In fact, dieting was associated with greater weight gain and increased rates of binge eating in both boys and girls. Like Jennifer Anderson Logan mentioned, for some, diets may work, but for many, it sets them up for failure. It's time to finally reject the diet mentality and make peace with food. Intuitive eating does just that. It suggests that the very best diet is no diet at all. Break free from the smartphone apps that count calories and start enjoying meals without the guilt. Thanks for listening to this episode of Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate us, review us, and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen to us.